Welcome to the Shift Happens podcast, where we explore the latest trends and insights in the digital workplace. From the role of AI in the workplace to the future of remote work, we cover it all. Tune in as we chat with industry leaders and experts. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started in the digital landscape, we've got you covered. Subscribe to Shift Happens wherever you listen to podcasts and stay ahead of the curve. Shift Happens Podcast. Hello, Shift Happens Podcast listeners. Welcome to Ask Ducks. This bi-weekly podcast segment is where I answer your questions about the modern workplace, digital transformation, Microsoft 365, and many more. Send me your question by posting a tweet with the hashtag AskDucks or send me an email at askducks at appoint.com. I'm joined by my awesome colleague, Kevin Joy, who's here to facilitate the discussion. So without further ado, let's get to this week's questions. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ask Docs with my great colleague, Kevin. Kevin, how are you? Doing well, Docs. Great to see you last week in person. Oh, for sure. I mean, now the world is coming back. But you know what? I'm thinking this whole hybrid setup, be it for work or even for learning, is not going to go away anytime soon. No, I'm just going to come back for the uh, the nice hanging like basket chair that was very comfortable in the office. But, um, you know, on that same note, it sounds like, you know, we're, we're, we're back in the classroom, but not everyone. And we have a lot of different hybrid and remote permutations still going on. Absolutely. I mean, I think about my kids in the last two years, they're now back in school, but at any point, they're now ready, at least the school system to go remote again. And sometimes there are days that they're at home and they're still learning remotely. I'm still frustrated, though, being in tech, that why can't it be a better experience? No kidding. And I can imagine, you know, if someone's exposed or you have a situation, you got to go remote for a couple of days. What are what have you seen? And tell me about what it's like at home over the past couple of months, your biggest pain points and maybe a successor to because this is unprecedented the way we do school now. Absolutely. I mean, I think about when it first happened two years ago. So when the world locked down, school stopped. My kids, uh, both teenagers, were just sent home with their laptops. And I realized how unprepared the school system was. They threw all the technology. They're using Google Classroom. They have free tools, free apps. Uh, the teacher had a Word document for their activity every day with links to different apps. While there's tech, it's not as efficient. It's all disconnected. And don't even get me started how unsecured it is because some of the teachers were just using free tools out there. Not not their fault. I mean, they're yeah. just trying to make it work, but everything was all over the place. No kidding. So... Um, you know, what is it like now? I mean, obviously, we've been in this for two years. What has been streamlined? Or can you talk about maybe some of the ways that online school and hybrid school is better? Yeah, I would say it's improved in some ways where they had a better hold of uh, technology to use, meaning uh, it's it's more in a single platform. For example, my kids' school system, they use uh, Google School and Google Classroom, where it's more streamlined. Um, another school system around here use Microsoft, Microsoft Teams. But I do think that there's still a ways to go. So for example, things like exam, when they do remote exam, it's open book because there's really no way for teachers remotely to ensure that the students aren't cheating, right? So so th there are still a lot of room for growth and improvement, but boy, in the last two years, uh, a lot of efficiencies and improvement has been made. Yeah, no. And I think us at AvPoint, you know, our marketing team has learned firsthand about some of these tools. You very nicely enrolled us in uh, Scott Galloway, for, aka Professor G's class. And we did a lot yep. of things that I was unfamiliar with in terms of, you know, digital breakout rooms, gamification, um, just sort of these little humanizing things to kind of make these Zoom rooms not feel so cold. Um, what was that experience like for you? I mean, we, we're both, you know, back in school, so to speak, for a couple of weeks. Um, what was that like for you? 
I thought it was great. I thought they did a fantastic job as best they can in connecting the dots, not only while in the classroom, even outside the classroom. So they would have a, a Slack channel and we use Teams to kind of talk about homework and what's coming up. And we would get email updates of the on-demand recordings. I think that integrated experience, the before, during, and after is very beneficial and where technology can truly augment and support. But still, nothing beats being in the same room, having that serendipitous collision and brainstorming of ideas, right? I think that that's the ways to go with technology be able to facilitate. For sure. Yeah, for those unfamiliar, uh, Professor G, we took a kind of a marketing boot camp seminar. So I certainly, you know, I think that kind of approach works for any sort of subject matter. But you're right. It's all about kind of the breakdown and having those tools, but not having the tools be the only thing we do. Mm. That being said, you know, we were on Slack, we were on Teams, we were on the platform. Students and adults juggle a lot of different things. What are you seeing out there? And maybe it's a shameless plug for us, but whether it's our neck of the woods or not about consolidation, like not sure. having 20 tools out there. What's the benefit of that less is more, so to speak? You know, I'm thinking about three big trends that's going on in learning, regardless if it's K through 12, higher learning or corporate learning. The first one is having a single platform for learning, testing, and continuing education is critical because we can get relevant data and insights around the different phases of learning. So let's say as a student, I take the first two tests, I did well. The third test, I did not do well. Imagine there's a feedback mechanism to the teacher and say, hey, I don't know what's up with Docs, but his third test, he bombed it. So maybe you want to talk to Docs, right? So that can only be made possible if all the pieces of information aren't scattered through different apps. The second trend that we're seeing is on-demand and bite-sized learning is critical. Sure, we can take our one-hour course or whole-day course, but imagine if we're on a subway going home and we want to refresh our memory or learn more, do a quick search, be it a video or a conversation or a chat or a workbook. Any type of content that's related to the topic you're looking for can be surfed. That's the second big trend, bite-sized learning. Third big trend is, I would say, assisted learning through AI. Now, what does that mean? So Kevin, imagine you're, you're in a virtual classroom setting. You're in a Teams, for example. You're asking, hey, I'm working on this homework, and um, I don't know what the Pythagorean theorem is all about. As soon as you ask that, instead of waiting for another person or a teacher to answer, imagine if there's a bot monitoring behind the scenes that, great question, Kevin. It just A chatbot just would provide you references. Maybe not the answer. It, it may say, I know, Kevin, that's your homework today, but here, let me give you a clue, right? Or maybe you're asking, oh, I'm stuck with this problem what should I do? The bot would say, you know what? Docs from last quarter had the same issue and this is what he did. Right. Assisted learning in an intelligent way. I think those are three big trends. That's great. And so I think, you know, we talk a lot about Google Classroom, exterior apps. There really is a lot of power harnessed within M365 and Teams, right? I mean, people think of Teams, you got 270 million now at this point per month using it. A lot of us think it's still the chat and phone, which it is, but it really has a pretty powerful educational component, does it not? Absolutely. I mean, a lot of school systems now are using Teams because not only does it integrate the calling and the chatting, but imagine a team could be a classroom. And in yeah. there's capabilities like OneNote, note-taking, the video recording, you can watch it on demand. In fact, Microsoft is a special version of Teams specific to education where each team is set up as a classroom. 
Uh, the good news is we here at AppPoint, we extend that capability. We have a technology called AppPoint Edutech, where we take the learning, the testing, and uh, the training part of it for corporate learning, uh, you know, two steps further so that it provides more advanced capabilities to what out-of-the-box teams can offer. Awesome. Yes. And, you know, lastly here, I know we talk about open book tests and how things are changing. It's not just the spitting back of information, but there is obviously a lot of technology that's working to prevent cheating and, um, you know, insincere test taking. What are you seeing in terms of AI and other protective measures to make sure testing is safe and fair? Absolutely. So, for example, AppPoint Edutech in our exam, Examina, our testing platform, has an AI-enabled proctoring capability. So what that does is, let's say, a student's taking the test. Number one, it locks down the machine. It has a timer. Uh-huh. So you can't flip browsers and go to other apps. You can only take the test during that time. And while you're taking the test through Azure Cognitive Services, which is a Microsoft technology, watches you in your environment as well as you're taking, watches your eyeball where you're looking at as you're taking the test. Now, this is not good news when I was telling my kids about it. They're like, no, we don't want that. Um, But that's a great way versus having a person, physical person, proctoring, watching the camera across 50 students as to how they're taking the test. So that's just the amazing thing with what technology can provide. Yeah. And and just to close us out, I mean, this is not just for students. I mean, people like myself, like you, we're always learning, always evolving. Um, there's a lot of potential for the modern workplace too, I'd imagine, with these digital technologies. Absolutely. I mean, think about certification. Think about now that you have to get your licensure exam, where at least a year or two years ago, it was hard to go to a testing center and take the test. But imagine now you could do remote proctoring effectively, thanks to the power of AI. So we got the uh, the Ducks Academy coming soon. Yeah? Uh, working on it, working on it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, this is cool stuff and good luck to your kids the rest of the school year. And I think there's a, a lot of exciting and, uh, you know, helpful things ahead. Shift Happens Podcast. Thank you for listening. Check us out every week between regular podcast episodes. And don't forget to send us your questions on Twitter with a hashtag AskDucks or send us an email, AskDucks at AppPoint.com. Shift Happens Podcast is a production of AppPoint, Inc., produced and edited by the AppPoint brand team. Stay up to date on the latest trends in digital workplace transformation by visiting AppPoint.com.